Awesome day that we have um, that the Father has given us and blessed us with. We are privileged that we are healthy and we are well and on top of that uh, we can sit and listen to what God has to say to us. I want you to pray with me all right so um, if you're just tuning in I want to say you're welcome and if you're already online thank you for tuning in so you can be alive with me and um, believe me this message is going to transform your life it is going to transform your family. It is going to change your perspective on how you see things, which is key. Um, I want you to join me in a prayer. So where you are, just start to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, here we are, my Lord, your children, my God. We come before you, my Father, and we humble ourselves, Lord, for you are God, our creator. You are God, our protector. You are God, our maker. You are God, our redeemer. You are God who has saved us. You are God who inspires us. You are God who heals us. You are God who blesses us. You are God who uplifts us. You are God who promotes us. You are God who causes us to have a peace of mind. You are God who causes us to have love. You are the father to the fatherless. You are God indeed who orders our steps. Father, you give us direction. You give us comfort and you give us courage. My Lord, we honor you and we thank you for this wonderful privilege that we have, my Lord. That because of the death of your son, Jesus, we can come to you directly without having to go through anyone. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jehovah. Oh, listen to the voices of your sons and your daughters, my God, as they are lifting their voices to pray as they are lifting their voices to call unto your name. My God, I know that whenever we open our mouth, you hear us, and whatever we ask, my Lord, you answer us, because that is your nature, my Lord. We worship you, my God, and we thank you, Jehovah. Lord, as I'm about to minister, to share, to teach your word this afternoon, I praise you, my Lord, for I know that, God, I am prepared and ready to speak the word with clarity, to speak the word with boldness, 
to speak the word, my God, with a ready heart in the name of Jesus. I therefore pray for every ear that is going to listen to my voice as I teach, that Father, give them the heart, Lord, that is teachable, the heart that can learn, my God, and apply your word in Jesus' name. Wherever they may be watching from, I speak the atmosphere for a miracle. I speak the atmosphere for authority. I speak the atmosphere for change. I speak the atmosphere for power. I speak the atmosphere of love. I speak the atmosphere of forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know that as a new week is about to start tomorrow, my God, people have different plans, my Lord, and expectations. I therefore pray that God, whatever plans they have, Father, I lift them before you in Jesus' name. I declare that God may at the end of the week, they look back and say, indeed, God was on my side. May they at the end of the week look back and say, indeed, God has blessed me. May they at the end of the week look back and say, indeed, God has answered me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you are love. Whatever, Lord, caused them to be disappointed, I pray that, Lord, may you fix that in the name of Jesus. Any form of disappointment which they may have encountered the previous week, I pray, that may you take it out in the name of Jesus. If their hearts may be broken, my Lord, I pray, that Spirit of God, remember that you are indeed the helper, the mechanic, the one who repairs. Therefore, I pray that may you repair their broken hearts in Jesus' name. Any spirit that may have been disappointed in the past week, I pray that, Father, may you step in and help them in Jesus' mighty name. Any relationship, Lord, that requires you to step in and help, I pray that, Spirit of God, may you help them in the mighty name of Jesus. Any business that experienced storms in this past week, I lift before you that, God, may you give them new ways of thinking. Give them, my Father, a new pattern of doing things in the coming week so that they can attain success in Jesus' mighty name. Any ministry that encountered hardships this past week, I lift before you that God, whatever the cause of the hardships may have been, I pray that, Father, give them knowledge, give them revelation, give them insight on what to do and how to do it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for we are ready, my Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, um, wherever you're tuning from, I want to once more say that you are welcome this afternoon. And to you who is listening, I also want to say to you that you are precious and I am privileged and honored that you can take the time to listen to the word of God through me. And I want us to get straight into the message that the Father has given me. And the title of the message I have put up on the screen, but um, for the sake of those who are listening, the message is on a life that speaks. Hallelujah. A life that speaks speaks. So we want to dive into a message. We want to dive into the word that looks at a life that has a voice, a life that can speak, a life that says things, a life that can audibly communicate to people, a life that when people look at, they can see changes, a life that when people look at, they can hear transformation, a life that when people look at, they hear love, a life that when people look at, they hear encouragement. A life that when people look at, they hear peace. A life that when people look at, they hear promotion. A life that when people look at, they hear uh, healing. Hallelujah. 
So that's the life that we want to speak about today. And just something interesting. Um, earlier when I woke up and I was busy meditating, um, and also I started, I started to look at news um, and other communications that I was receiving earlier, I received one interesting article this morning. And this article was speaking about being quiet. Hallelujah. Knowing when to speak. And this basically connected to my message because I felt that, wow, God, you are indeed speaking. That the message which you have given me is a message which is being spoken at the right time, which is going to be delivered at the right time. The reason I say this is we are in a time where people do not know when to speak. Hallelujah. There seems to be a misconception that if you speak a lot, then you are wise. If you say a lot, then you know what you are talking about. However, on the contrary, it is rather those who are quiet and choose when to speak carefully who indeed possess wisdom. It is those who people go to and say, can you please add a comment? Can you please say something about this matter? Those are the individuals who have wisdom. Hallelujah. So I want to say to you that um, never be cheated that in speaking a lot you have wisdom never be lied to that just because you say a lot then you have got wisdom most of the times you find that people who rush to say things people who are always speaking they are the ones who have the least amount of wisdom actually it is them trying to portray their confidence in saying a lot hallelujah so what you have to learn is be wise be calm be quiet and you know exactly when to speak because if you do that, then it means you afford yourself the time to listen carefully, to assess, and then to add input. All right? So I, I want you to take this lesson not only in the spiritual matters, but even in your marriage. Don't rush to speak things to your wife when you're upset. Don't rush to speak things to your husband when you're upset. Don't rush to speak things to your children when you're upset or when they have done something wrong. But learn to take time to process things and then speak. Don't rush to say things in your friendship because your friend has done something that you are not happy with. Rather, take the time to assess what has happened. Take the time to think. Take the time to seek the guidance, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Then only go out and say something. Hallelujah. That's how wisdom is born. That's how wisdom is built. That's how wisdom is developed. Hallelujah. A life that speaks. I want us to understand the word speaks in this context. All right. The word speaks in this title, in this context of my teaching is to serve as evidence for something. To serve as evidence for something. In other words, what I'm saying is a life that serves evidence for something. I love this. A life that serves as evidence. So your life serves evidence in marriages. A life that is serving evidence in, in the workplace. A life that is serving as evidence towards how to handle children, how to nurture children. A life that is serving as an example on how to handle relationships. A life that is serving as evidence in, in how to handle finances, how to handle money. A life that is serving as evidence in how to run a business. That when people look at your life, there is evidence enough that indeed this life knows how to handle business. Not just because of what you are saying verbally. 
not just because you are saying what you have heard others say, not because you are just reciting or quoting people's quotations, no, but because your life in itself is communicating matters. Hallelujah. If you want to speak about miracles, your life is the evidence of a miracle. Meaning someone can look into your life and say, if you want to know that God is a healer, then look into sister so and so because God healed her. Therefore, her life is serving as evidence, as concrete evidence that God heals. Praise the Lord. If you want to speak about how to counsel people in relationships or in marriages, then it means your own life is serving as an example. It is serving as evidence. Hallelujah. You do not have to come and begin to open your mouth. But when people look at your marriage, when people look at your relationship, they can hear that indeed this is an exemplary relationship. This is an exemplary marriage. Hallelujah. We don't have to go into the details of your ministry. You don't have to tell us how your ministry is great. You don't have to verbally tell us how your ministry is powerful. You don't have to come and tell us that your ministry prays. You don't have to come and tell us that your leaders are good. We don't want to hear that always. But we want when we look at your ministry, it should speak to us. It should provide us with the evidence that before you can even speak, before anyone can testify, we know because we can see it. Hallelujah. That is a life that speaks. Praise the Lord. You don't have to come and start telling us that you are rich. You don't have to come tell us that you have got a good job. But we can tell by looking at your life. Hallelujah. When things are beginning to move, when things are beginning to change, when you are stepping up in society, when you are adjusting, changing from your place of residence to a better place, when you are changing, moving your children from a local school to a school maybe that is more private, just as an example, then we can tell that your life is speaking. Praise the Lord. I, I want to teach you something, hallelujah, that in 2021, we are no longer interested in hearing you brag. No one is no longer interested in hearing me brag about my life. No one is interested in hearing me brag about my academics, but it is high time that people look into my life and they begin to speak on my behalf. They begin to testify on my behalf. They begin to comment to say that that brother is blessed academically. Why? My life is speaking. Hallelujah. You don't have to go and tell people that you're a good wife, you're a good woman. We don't want to hear that. We want the way you handle yourself. We want the way you carry yourself. We want the way you speak. We want your works to speak for themselves that you are indeed a good wife. You are indeed a good woman. We don't want to hear your parents telling us that you're a good child at home, that you're a child who listens. We are past that. We are beyond that level. But we want when we look at your life as a child, we should be the ones to testify. We should be the ones to speak and to say, indeed, this is a well-mannered child. This is a good child. This is a child that's coming from a decent home. Hallelujah. So I am saying a life that speaks means people must start speaking on your behalf. Hallelujah. You see, the challenge is we have got people who are too much into bragging. Hallelujah. We have got churches who are too much into bragging. We have got pastors, as such as myself, 
you know, prophets, teachers of the word, who are busy bragging, you know, who are busy blowing their own horn. But we are no longer interested in that. We want your works to speak for themselves. We want your life to speak for itself. We want your matters to speak for themselves. Hallelujah. We want in your absence people to be able to stand and say, yes, that brother is blessed. Yes, that sister is favored. Yes, that family is blessed. Why? A life that speaks. Hallelujah. You see, we no longer need to be convinced that you are a good man. We no longer need to be convinced that you are a good person. We want your life to do that on your behalf. Hallelujah. We want when you are not around because you see, he is a danger. Listen to me. We are going to open the scriptures, but I want us to understand what I am talking about. Hallelujah. The danger of life is that people speak good things only in your presence. When people see that Tadala is around, then they begin to praise me. They begin to lift me. They begin to speak of how good I am. They begin to speak of how much of, of an, an influence I am. They begin to speak all the good things, all the positive things about me. But the question is, in my absence, what are people saying? That's when it matters most. Hallelujah. That in my absence, people can come and report and say, wow, we found people speaking and what they were saying about you was so wonderful. In my absence. That means my life is speaking. In my workplace, if my colleagues, if my bosses can speak great about me in my absence, then that carries value. If one of them can come and approach me and say, wow, uh, Mr. Malua, we have heard of the work you are doing. You are doing such a great job. And I say, where did you hear this? They say, wow, maybe the director was talking about you. Maybe the CEO was talking about you. Your colleagues were talking about you. They were appraising the quality of your work. They were appraising your character. That is what we are looking for. Hallelujah. Look at Jesus Christ. Today, so many years have passed since he walked the earth, and we are still talking good about him. Why? His life had a voice. His life spoke. His works spoke. Hallelujah. It was not just a matter of him verbally saying things, no, but his entire life had such a great testimony that today we are still talking about a man, a life that speaks. I, I like that, all right? This is live coming from one of the brothers that he says a reputation precedes you. I love that because what it means is uh, what people say about you, it actually goes beyond you. It actually goes in front of you. It actually goes ahead of you. Even when you are no longer available, even when you are no longer alive, people will still speak about you. People will still speak about your works. Why? Your life has a voice. Hallelujah. A life that speaks. I love this. I am enjoying this. Now, listen to this statement, all right? And I would like to ask you to write, down, to write this down. Write this statement down. The statement says, you can try explain to me about your life, your victories, your experiences, your abilities, and all other achievements in your life. But without your life speaking, I will have room to doubt what you are telling me. So what I'm saying is, for me as Tadala, right, I can come here and spend hours trying to convince you that I'm a good man. I can try spend hours trying to convince you that I'm a good husband. I can try spend hours and convince you that I'm a good pastor. I can spend hours and try convince you that I'm a good engineer. 
I can try spend hours and try convince you that I am a good uncle to my nieces and my nephew. I can try spend hours trying to convince you that I am a good brother to my brother and my sisters. I can try convince you with my words that I am a good in-law to all my in-laws. I can spend hours trying to convince my business partners that I am indeed a good partner. But what matters is how they see my life. Because words, people will choose not to believe. I, I can basically add things that will make my story seem sweet just to benefit me. Hallelujah. But when my life speaks, when my job speaks, when my character speaks, when my personality speaks, when my ministry speaks, when every other responsibility that I have in life is able to speak on my behalf, people can vouch for me that indeed he is a decent man. Why? My life is speaking. Hallelujah. So today we want to focus on a life that speaks. Acts chapter 1. Let's open our Bibles from the book of Acts chapter 1. I'll read from verses 1 to 3. Acts chapter 1. And let me kindly ask that um, for those who are watching live, can you please put up the verse, Acts chapter 1? It will benefit anyone else that I might maybe jump in a little later, okay? So in case other people jump in while we are teaching, then they can, you know, follow um, the trend or the pattern of the verses that we have read. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. I'll read the Passion Translation of the Bible. Now, the Word of God reads, To, Theo, to, Theo, to Theophilus, the lover of God. <laughs> Listen to that. To Theophilus, the lover of God. I write to you again, my dear friend, to give you further details about the life of our Lord Jesus and all the things that he did and he taught. What is interesting is that Apostle Paul is the one who has written this letter and he is addressing it to Theophilus. And he starts off by saying Theophilus is the lover of God. But what is fascinating is that he continues to say, I want to teach you, I want to tell you of the life of Jesus. So it, it, it got me thinking that you are writing a letter to a man who is the lover of God. You acknowledge that. However, you are still saying you want to instruct this individual, this love of God, of the life of Jesus, my God. A life that speaks. Hallelujah. Verse number two. The Bible reads, just before he ascended into heaven, he left instructions for the apostles he had chosen by the Holy Spirit. Verse number three. After the suffering of his cross, Jesus appeared alive many times to these same apostles over a 40-day period. Now, the word of God is saying, after Jesus had ascended from the dead. Now, let me take you a few steps back. Jesus Christ was born to Mary and Joseph, his father. Hallelujah, by the Spirit. And Jesus spent 33 years and the Bible says a time came when Jesus was betrayed by Judas Iscariot, one of his own disciples. The word of God further tells us that after he was betrayed, they put him on the cross, they killed him. And when he died, he was later put into a tomb and he spent three days. And the Bible further says on the third day, according to the promise, he was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit. 
And the Bible says, after he had been risen from the dead, the word of God says Jesus spent 40 days where he was appearing to the disciples and performing miracles and performing signs and wonders. So he didn't just rise from the dead and convince them with his word that I am Jesus, I have risen. That was not enough. Hallelujah. Even though these disciples believed, the Bible says that his life had to speak. Hallelujah. Pay attention to that. A life that speaks. We are learning from Master Jesus. The word is saying Jesus had to demonstrate his life to the disciples. He, he had to show, he had to teach the importance of a life that speaks. He had to demonstrate to them that it is not enough just to go around saying words, but your life matters. Hallelujah. The way you carry yourself matters. Your attitude matters. Your personality matters. Your actions matter. Hallelujah. That's what we are talking about. A life that speaks. And it's, it continues to say, verse number three, Jesus proved to them with many convincing signs. Now, I, I took a moment when I heard this. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says Jesus had to convince the disciples over a period of 30 days, not with words, but with signs. A life that speaks. Jesus had to demonstrate to them in his life over a 40-day period that indeed he had risen. Jesus had to demonstrate to the disciples over a 40-day period that indeed he had power. Jesus had to demonstrate over a 40-day period that his authority did not die. His ability did not die. His power did not die. Hallelujah. He had to demonstrate it. He had to, dem I want you to pay attention to that word. If you are reading a, a, a physical Bible, mark that word. And even if you are reading from your tablets or your phones, I know you can highlight. Highlight that word demonstrating or convincing. The Bible says convincing signs that he had been resurrected. Now, this means it was possible Jesus to go around and just say it verbally that I am Jesus, I have risen. But that was not going to be enough. This is why when Thomas heard, ha, what a revelation. When Thomas heard that Jesus had resurrected, he said, I do not believe it. Hallelujah. Even though Jesus had promised, he had prophesied, he had spoken before time that I am going to rise on the third day. The disciples knew about this. But the Bible says uh, uh, Thomas did not believe it. He said, if it is indeed you, I want to come and touch your sides. I want to come and touch where you are pierced so that I can believe it. A life that speaks. And Jesus had to say to him that, come and put your hand on my side where I was pierced. Then that way you can believe. Come and touch my palms where I was pierced. Then that way you can believe. Not only that, the Bible says he spent 40 days demonstrating power, demonstrating miracles. So that people could indeed understand that a life that speaks has a higher voice, a greater voice, a more uh, um, influential voice than the audible voice that you and I are used to. Hallelujah. A life that speaks. And then it says, during these encounters, he taught them the truth of the kingdom realm. Praise the Lord. It is not enough for Pastor Tadala to come every Sunday on this platform and tell you of what God can do. 
It is not enough for me to come here and tell you that it is good to have faith. It is not enough for me to come here and tell you that Jesus is a healer. It is not enough for me to come here and just say things. But you are also looking into my life. Hallelujah. Let me give you that freedom. <laughs> let, me, let me allow you that access. That go into my life. Begin to search my life. And see what I am saying if it matches. Hallelujah. If I am telling you about healing, begin to study my life and ask questions. Have I ever experienced any miracle, any healing? Search my life. Search through people and find out, have I ever prayed for them and God has healed them? Praise the Lord. If I am busy teaching about faith, begin to search my life and find out, am I a man of faith? Find out when I was at my lowest point, how was my behavior? Find out when I was uh, retrenched, how was my behavior? Find out before I had uh, my job that I have now, how was my behavior? Find out when I was struggling in my previous place of employment, how was my behavior? Find out before I got married when my heart was broken, how was my behavior? Find out when I failed my courses in university before I graduated, how was my behavior? Hallelujah. Find out when people stepped on my toes, when people spoke negative about me, how how was my behavior? Find out, search my life, and then you can begin to see that can my life speak. If the answer is yes, then believe what I'm telling you. Praise the Lord. Because it needs to start with me. I also need to take responsibility and not just rush in saying, rush in teaching, rush in preaching. No, but people must be able to look into my life and indeed say, yes, this man's life speaks. We have seen him how he was years before. We have seen how he was before he got born again. We have seen how he was when he was just a child. We have seen how he was before he got married. We have seen how he was his earlier days in marriage. We see how he is now. We know what his wife says about him. We know what the wife is going through. Therefore, we can testify that indeed this man is like this. That's what I'm talking about, a life that speaks. Hallelujah. A life that speaks. L listen to this. All right. Um, I would like to ask also that if you can write it down. In fact, I would advise you to write this down. Um, I've got a couple of points here that I would like to share with you. And the first one says, I don't have to convince you that I am a good husband. You can tell through my wife's happiness. Did you get that? I don't have to come sit here, phone you, or, you know, speak to you and tell you how good of a husband I am. Rather, just look into the life of my wife and then you can make your conclusion whether indeed I am a good husband or not. Number two, I don't need to brag about my promotion or my salary at my place of work. The changes in my life will speak on my behalf. So I don't have to go out of my way and tell you how much money I'm earning, or tell you how much profits my business is making, or tell you how blessed I am financially. I don't have to go out of my way and say those things. Rather, just look into the changes of my life. Can my life speak in relation to wealth? Can my life speak in relation to money? Can you on your own say, indeed, um, this man is blessed financially? Why? Because you have got your reasons. Hallelujah. Number three, I don't need to make noise about how much faith I have. The miracles and the developments in my life will say this on my behalf. Now, I don't have to start shouting or spending a lot of time telling you about my faith. 
telling you how much faith I have. But when you look into my life, can you see the signs of faith? Can you see the application of faith? If the answer is yes, then believe that what I am telling you on faith is indeed true. A life that speaks. Number four, people testify on your behalf that this brother or this sister has indeed gone through this. Hallelujah. When people begin to testify on your behalf, then you must know that indeed your life is speaking. Praise the Lord. If people can say, we know that this man was sick, we know that this man was unemployed. We know that this woman could not get married. We know that this woman had challenges with friends. We know that this family had issues. We know that this relationship was not getting anywhere, was not going anywhere. But now we can testify that indeed it has changed. If people are able to say those things, then I am here to say to you that your life is speaking. Hallelujah. Your marriage is speaking. Your relationship is speaking. Your, your, your future is speaking. Your job is speaking. Your academics are speaking. Your health is speaking. Hallelujah. Because people can see it and say it on your behalf. And number five, the last one is you want to learn of a living success. Just look at my life and you can write the story yourself. So I am here to challenge you. All right, I am here to challenge you that if you are there and you are asking yourself, um, how can we relate to someone who is a living success, someone whom we can uh, get in touch with, someone whom we can easily relate with? Look, we can look at the powerful people in the world, people who are wealthy, people who are successful, and it is difficult to relate with them because you don't know their full story. Maybe you don't even have a relationship with them, so it is difficult. However, only the people who grew up with them, only the people who knew how they were before they got to where they are now, are the right people to give testimonies on their behalf. So what I'm saying to you is, uh, because you're fortunate, um, that's, that this is for the ones that know me personally, you are fortunate to know where I've been, what I've passed through, then you are able to testify and see that my life speaks. Hallelujah. So I want to say to you today that aspire to have a life that speaks. Look forward to have a future that speaks. Let it be your, um, your quest, right, to have your job speak. Let it be your plan to have your business speak. The results, let the results speak on your behalf. Hallelujah. Make it your business that you are going to be the best partner in your relationship so that your life can speak. Make it uh, your business that you are going to do all you can to be a better servant of God, to be a better leader in the house of God, to be a better worshiper in the house of God, to be a better person in society. Let that be your personal objective. And as you are continuing to pursue that, your life, I can assure you, is going to speak volumes. Your life is going to speak words that will transform people. Your life is going to speak to an extent that people will desire to give their life to Jesus because they can see your life. Hallelujah. People can come and say, my brother, my sister, I also want this Jesus whom you are saving. Why? Your life is speaking. Praise the Lord. It's sad, I have heard people say to me before, that when we look at believers, 
when we look at church goers, we are not convinced that church is a place we should belong. Hallelujah. And that is because our life as believers is not speaking good things. Our life as believers is not presenting the good news. It is not painting the right picture. And as such, it is causing people to doubt the church. So I want to say to us that let us clean up the church. Let us clean up our attitude. Let us clean up our behavior. And as we are doing that, our life will begin to speak and to convince the people. Praise the Lord. Here is something to share with you. Earlier today, um, I, I was, you know, busy meditating, you know, looking at the word. And um, I had my, my wife next to me. And what happened is um, a message came through. And when I picked up the phone and read the message, it touched my heart. Because the message said that um, I don't go to church, but I, I believe I agree with what you are saying. So I posted a message this morning and it caused one of my friends to make that statement that I do not go to church, but I believe what you are saying. So what we are saying is if your life speaks, people are going to agree with you. Hallelujah. So I, I want us to move away from a, a point of trying to convince people verbally because you can spend days, weeks, months, years, and the people are still not going to trust what you are saying. Whereas if your life can just speak for itself, believe me, you are going to convert many people to believe in Jesus. You are going to lead a lot of people into Christ. Why? Because your life itself is speaking volumes. If you look at the servants of God worldwide who are pulling millions, who are pulling thousands of people, it is because their lives are also speaking. Hallelujah. Their ministries are speaking. When you look at them, people are admiring what they are doing. Hallelujah. So it, it is important. It is imperative that you need to be an example. Hallelujah. In your community, you must be an example. In your family, you must be an example. Hallelujah. You must be an example in your friendships. If you are a circle of friends, right? Maybe let's say five friends. You must be an example to the four friends where when they look, they should say, wow, you know what? We are all friends. But if this one here, my, there's something about him, something about how we need to learn from their life. Why? Because your life is speaking. Other believers can say, indeed, we are all believers. Indeed, we are all spirit-filled. Indeed, we all go to church, we fast, we pray. But this one here is just unique. Why? Your life is speaking volumes. People should be able to say that indeed, they are pastors of this earth. They are servants of God of this earth. But this man, this woman is just different. Why? Your life is speaking. Praise the Lord. There should be something that can cause people to come to you specifically because your life has a voice. Your life is speaking. Praise the Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Look at the book of Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. I thank you so much, um, you know, those that are interacting and taking part in this live session. <laughs> it is always good to interact with people. So um, I'm really, really honored. And um, I, I thank God for your life. All right. Luke chapter 7, verse 18 to 23. I'll read the Pension translation of the Bible. Luke chapter 7, verse 18. The Bible reads, John's disciples reported to him in prison about all the wonderful miracles and the works Jesus was doing. Ha. Verse number 19. So John dispatched two of his disciples to go and inquire of Jesus. Take a moment. This verse got me confused. Hallelujah. The reason it got me confused is 
Two things. Number one, John was the man that was sent by God to prepare the way for Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says John was going around and telling people, prepare the way. He said, I am not the Messiah. I am only here to prepare the way. Hallelujah. There is a greater one than me who is going to come, who is not only, to, who is not only going to baptize you with water, but he's going to baptize you with the spirit and the fire. Hallelujah. So John was only a messenger. And John knew better. But what is surprising is that in this book of Luke chapter 7 verse 18 and 19, the Bible says it was reported to John that there is a man that was working miracles. There is a man that was working signs and wonders. And this man was Jesus. Hallelujah. And John's reaction had me confused because John said, I do not believe it. Hallelujah. This is John the Baptist. This is John, a man filled with the Spirit of God. This is a man whom the Word of God highly speaks of. I mean, the Bible says from the time of John the Baptist until now, meaning from the time of preparation until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent takes it by force. This is the same John whom Jesus said, have you come to see a man like John who was busy eating wild honey and all of that? Now, John is a man who is highly regarded in the scriptures. He had such an important role to play. However, the man doubted the reports that he was hearing. Hallelujah. He said, I want to send you two of my disciples um, to go and inquire, to go and find out uh, that can this life speak. Hallelujah. That yes, I am hearing from you, but I want evidence. I want proof that indeed, if it is Jesus Christ, his life is going to communicate. If indeed this brother is favored, then I am going to see from the life. If indeed this pastor is a good man, then I am going to study their life. If indeed this sister is a good lady, a good woman, I am going to study their life. If indeed this child is a good child, I am going to study their life. If indeed this is a good employee, I am going to study their life. If indeed this is a good service, if it is a good business, I am going to study it. And what I am going to see is what I am going to believe. Why? Because it is going to speak to me. I am not interested in what they are saying, but I want to hear the life itself. I want it to speak to me. Praise the Lord. Now listen to what happens. Ha, my, my. Chapter, uh, verse number nine, verse number 20. John, uh, Luke 7, Luke 7, verse 20. The Bible reads, when they came before the master, Jesus, <laughs> they asked him, are you, come, are you the coming Messiah we've been expecting? Or are, you, are we to continue to look for someone else? Glory to Jesus. They have been sent by John the Baptist, who is in prison. And their mission is to go and inquire, to go and find out if indeed this is Jesus Christ, even though they have heard of what is happening. And when they arrive, the Bible says they are bold enough to say to him, Master, is it indeed you or should we wait for another? Look at verse number 12. I want you to pay attention to verse number 12. Uh, no, verse 21, verse 21, apologies, verse 21. The Bible reads, without answering. Hallelujah, without answering. This is why I said at the beginning that I do not have to convince you. 
I do not have to shout and uh, uh, on top of my voice. I do not have to spend weeks and weeks telling you of my life, telling you of my ministry, telling you of my achievements, telling you of how good I am. But something in my life must communicate to you and convince you. And the Bible says without answering, hallelujah, Jesus didn't have to answer first. Jesus didn't have to rush and say, Jesus didn't have to say, I am the Messiah. I am greater. I am the son of God. No, but the Bible says without answering, Jesus turned to the crowd and healed many of their incurable diseases, a life that speaks, hallelujah. And it says his miracle power freed many from their suffering, a life that speaks speaks. Then it says he restored the gift of sight to the blind, a life that speaks. And he says, and he drove out uh, demonic spirits from their, uh, from those who were tormented, a life that speaks. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, mm, this is sweet stuff. This is really good stuff. Verse 22, it says, only then did Jesus answer the question posed by John's disciples. <laughs> so before I can answer if I am a good man, I am saying to you, check my life. Before I can answer if I am a good husband, look into the life of my wife. Before I can answer if I am a good uncle, if I am a good brother, if I am a good friend, check into the life of those around me. Before I can answer if I am a good engineer, a good employee, check into my colleagues, check my workplace. Before I can answer if I am a good servant of God, check my ministry, check my calling, check the work that I am doing. Before I can answer anything about my life, I want you to go in and do a research. And that research must speak to you. Hallelujah. It must audibly speak. It must speak. It must speak. It must leave a mark in your life that indeed I am convinced beyond a doubt that this is a good man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? A life that speaks. If I am to study your life, I should be convinced that indeed you are a good person. Why? Your life can speak to me. Praise the Lord. And it says that, mm, my Jesus is answering. And it says, now go back and tell John what you have just seen and heard here today. The blind are now seeing. Glory to Jesus. And then he says, the crippled are now walking. Glory to Jesus. He says, those who were lepers are now cured. Glory to Jesus. He then says, those who were deaf are now hearing. Glory to Jesus. Those who are dead are now raised back to life. Glory to Jesus. The poor and the broken are given hope of salvation. Glory to Jesus. And tell these words, the blessings of heaven comes upon those who never lose their faith in me, no matter what happens. So after their life has spoken, after the demonstrating of the miracles, the signs and the wonders, Jesus turned to the disciples of John and said, go and tell your master, you have witnessed people getting healed. You have witnessed people's lives getting changed. You have witnessed blind eyes opening. You have witnessed the dumb ear, a dumb speak, deaf ears opening. You have witnessed a crippled walking. You have witnessed demon possessed being set free. Go and witness this to John. Go and 
tell Johnny this, uh, that indeed it is the Messiah because their life has spoken and tell him on top of that, uh, that if you never lose your faith in me, then you are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. If you are never going to lose the faith in the Messiah, then you are favored. But after the life has spoken, praise the Lord. Your life needs to speak today. Praise the Lord. Your ministry needs to speak today. Hallelujah. We are tired of hearing it. We are tired of uh, blowing one's horn, blowing your own horn. We are tired of self-pompous. We are tired of self-proclamation. We are tired of lifting oneself. We are tired of boasting. We are tired of, of busy saying what God has done. But we want, we want to simply look at the life. And begin to make conclusion by ourselves. Hallelujah. We want to look by ourselves and conclude that indeed it is true. Praise the Lord. The Bible says the queen of Sheba, when she had heard, when she had heard of the wisdom of King Solomon, when she had heard of the greatness of King Solomon, she said, I have heard, but it is not enough. Hallelujah. I want a life that speaks that I can judge for myself. She traveled for herself with her people. She traveled and she went to King Solomon. She said, I have heard of your glory. I have heard of your power. I have heard of your ability. I have heard of your wisdom. But today I want to find out that can your life speak? Hallelujah. And the Bible says when she looked at the servants of King Solomon, when she looked at their apparel, when she looked at the, the, the items they were using to serve, when she looked at how they were standing, their splendor, when she looked at the glory of his his house, when she looked at the glory of his kingdom, she ended up saying, it is beyond what I had heard. Your life has spoken. Hallelujah. She said it was indeed less than what people had even said. Why? I have seen for myself that your life has spoken. And the Bible says after that, um, she gave this Solomon blessings. She took the treasures. Um, she gave him gold. She gave him, you know, so many wonderful things. Spices from the East, from Ethiopia. Why? Because she witnessed for herself a life that spoke. Praise the Lord. Now we are looking for lives that are speaking in 2021. We are looking for ministries that are speaking in 2021. We are looking for individuals whose lives can communicate in 2021. We are looking for businesses that can speak in 2021. We are looking for marriages that can speak in 2021. We are looking for relationships that can speak in 2021. Hallelujah. We are looking for destinies that can speak in 2021. We are looking for personalities that can communicate in 2021. We are looking for characters that can speak in 2021. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I want to say, I want you to say with me, my life is going to speak this year. I want you to say it with me wherever you are. My life is going to speak in 2021. My relationships are going to speak in 2021. My academics are going to speak in 2021. Mm -hmm. Everything about my life is going to speak in this year. Praise the Lord. My, 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 my. This is good. This is good. This is good. Hallelujah. I, I, I want you to take a moment, all right? The moment that you are taking, search your life closely. 
And as you're searching your life, ask yourself the question, does my life speak? <laughs> Take a moment, look at your character, look into your personality, look into the way you handle yourself, look into everything and ask yourself the question, does my life speak? Take a moment and think about it. That in your absence, what are people saying about you? It matters. Hello? It matters. You see, the issue that we have as Christians, right? Let me teach you this. Is that we are under the perception that it doesn't matter what people think or say. That is half true and it is half false. Hallelujah. The part that is true is that it is not what people say that defines who you are. That's true. It is not what people say that determines what God will do in your life. That's true. But the part that is false is that your reputation is key. It is important. Because in your absence, it is also needed that people must speak the truth. You see, again, as I said earlier, when you are there, people will always speak good about you. Unless you have got people who have been blessed uh, with a personality where they are not afraid to speak. But most of the time, in your, in your presence, people are always going to, to, to say good about you. It is when you are not there where people are going to know the real personality, the real character. Hallelujah. So that's why I'm saying it matters. All right? If it is lies that they are, they, they are spreading, then that doesn't matter. But if they are speaking the truth about you and it is bad, believe me, it matters. That's why your life needs to speak today. It must change and begin to speak positive. Praise the Lord. Mm. All right, um, I've come to the end of the message, which was on a title, A Life That Speaks. But before I can go and pray to close, I want to um, lead anyone who has not yet given their life to Jesus. Anyone who is watching or listening and has not yet given their life to Jesus by confessing with their mouth after having believed in their heart then I want you to join me and pray this simple prayer, all right? So that you can give your life to Jesus. Because what I am talking about now, a life that speaks, a life that speaks, it makes sense to those who are children of God. It makes sense to those who are spirit-filled. It makes sense to those who are walking with Jesus, walking with the Holy Spirit, because he is able to help you, and therefore your life has a meaning. Hallelujah. So, closing your eyes. And repeating after me, let's pray together, all right? Say with me, dear God, I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I acknowledge that I am lost and the sin has surrounded me. I therefore open my heart to you, Lord. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I am now saved. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you, are just, if you have just prayed that prayer with me, welcome to the kingdom of God. You are officially born again. Uh, the Bible says there is a joy in heaven over one soul that repents. So I want you to know that because of that prayer that you have just made, heaven is rejoicing. And I want to ask you that please write to me. Let me know that you have just prayed that prayer with me so that I can share with you material 
or to help you understand how to grow in being a child of God so that I can encourage you and give you more material that will help you to know the value of being a born-again child of God. Thank you for that. And um, again, we have come to the end of the service. Um, I would like to pray. All right. So where you are, just close your eyes. Let me pray now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for this wonderful time that you allowed us to have, my God. I have shared the word that you placed upon my spirit on a title, A Life That Speaks. I know that, my God, not only have you spoken to those watching and listening, but you have also spoken into my life, my Father. Thank you for teaching me and teaching us that, Lord, it is not only about us speaking, but it is also how our life can speak, O oh Lord, on our behalf. My God, I honor you and I thank you that this word, my God, has brought about the transformation to your people. It has opened, my Lord, their understanding and given them knowledge. I thank you, my Lord. As they are going into a new week, I pray that God may you open new doors in the mighty name of Jesus. May they have opportunity, my Father, in Jesus' name. May they do good, my Lord. May they do great in Jesus' name. I thank you and I bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I have prayed. Amen. Thank you for that. Um, we have indeed um, had an awesome time. And I would encourage you that find the time to watch this once more. Listen to it again because I'll be doing the same. And um, believe me, there are so many revelations, so many lessons that are going to help you and I to grow in life. Hallelujah. So with that, we have come to the end. And um, I want you to have yourself a blessed afternoon and um, have yourself a, a beautiful day further and an awesome week. Um, God bless you.